Yo, 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 it's Rebel Podcast coming at you with True Story Bro with another episode. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Okay, so I don't know if any of you guys know this, but I was just reading on the news the other day um, that Chuck Norris is one of the people that are alleged to be at the Capitol Hill riots. (laughs) They're saying the man just resembled him, but do you know how fucking hilarious it would be if Chuck Norris was one of the people at the Capitol Hill riots? Like, why has nobody made memes out of this yet? Like, why? Why is there no joke said about Chuck Norris storing the Capitol? Because if there is, tell me, please. Email me, let me know, because, yeah, so what it says is that Chuck Norris, manager says, actor was not at the U.S. Capitol Hill riot. A photo of a man resembling Norris, apparently with a member of mob, began trending online. This is not Chuck Norris, Norris's manager Eric Kritzer told the Associated Press on Tuesday. Chuck remains on his range in Texas where he's been with his family, Kritzer said. He acknowledged that the man photographed looks somewhat like Norris, but Chuck is much more handsome. <laughs> I'll give you that, Kritzer. You are right. He is very, very handsome and terrifying. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Walker, Texas Ranger, in which Norris played karate kicking lawman Corda Walker, ran on CBS in 1993 to 2001 and 2016. He announced his support for Bill and. That's when he announced his support for President Donald Trump. I had no fucking idea that Chuck Norris was a Trump supporter. Like, no idea. (laughs) But I guess we learn something new every day. Like, holy shit. That's hilarious. Well, I'll never look at Chuck Norris the same again, I'll tell you that. So that was my story of the day. Um, Anything else is just going to be real. Just, Just shit talk. I started um, doing this thing on my Instagram and Snapchat stories where I go on Tinder and I take the funniest fucking profile bios bios I can find and just put a funny um, response over the picture and post it. And some of the characters, you guys, some of these characters are unreal. Here, I'm going to pull some of the pictures up here and read them to you because yeah I don't use for those of you who are wondering no I don't use tinder for dating I don't use it for that reason I think I even have it in my bio where I'm only here for the funny bio so I don't I do talk to some people but not like that they'll message me and they'll be like hey how do you because I swipe right on the funny bios and like some of the people obviously that I've swiped right on are fucking raunchy Absolutely raunchy. Let me see if I can find one here. Um, a crazy one that I had come across was this guy mouth kissing his fucking, like, mouth. Like, the dog is basically got jamming his tongue down this man's throat. And the picture, and the, the funny thing about it is this picture is professionally taken. Like, this was, this photo was planned the fuck out. And it is his profile picture bio. 
Like dating tip, maybe not kiss your dog on the fucking mouth and have a professional photo taken of this event and then make it your profile picture on a dating app. Maybe that's just me. Could just be me. Uh, I found my ex on Tinder. That was fucking hilarious. I um, obviously slept, swiped left. But I couldn't help but laugh because his bio said, let's COVID together. Introduce me to your best friend so I can start planning the affair. I had to make a comment. At least he's honest. (laughs) At least he's honest. Still a piece of shit, but not a piece of shit. Another one is, I'd rather die than let people know how we met. Bro, same. Find a different dating app. Oh, there's this really raunchy looking white man. Nothing on him. No muscle. It's terrifying to look at. He said, match with me and I'll tell you about how easy it is to wear the same sweats for two weeks straight. I immediately wanted to watch wash after reading this. Like, bleh, bleh. who the fuck wears the same sweatpants? And the weird thing is, is he looks like he's in a gym in this photo. You've probably sweat and all kinds of weird shit. Inside of those sweatpants. I couldn't, could not. There's some other ones. Um, Yeah, a lot of people think that, well, with this whole COVID thing, online dating is really your only option. Online relationships, all the things that we made TV shows like 90 Day Fiance making fun of, that is our only way to converse and be social with each other it's surreal Uh, i don't know i guess we'll get used to it over time let's got another one alex 26 looking for a snack that smiles back I'll give you I'll give you points for creativity with that one. Looking for a snack that smiles back, so let me take you out to lunch and eat you out for dinner. That's justifiably the grossest first impression I've ever gotten. TJ, 25. Our relationship should be like Nintendo 64. Classic fun to spend hours with and every issue easily fixed by blowing on it and shoving it back in. <laughs> Oh my god, that's raunchy. That is raunchy, guys. <laughs> Bruh. V- John, 22. John, you are not attractive. I'm so sorry. Vegan looking for fellow stoner to listen to music, watch movies, and cuddle with maybe more. <gasps> that has got to be the most virgin thing I have ever heard in my fucking life. Um, I have a few more. Um, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, some of these people. There's this, um, Ola, 23. He's a petite black man. I know you're tired of men with small and average dicks. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? I mean, at least you're assertive, but holy shit. I wonder if this actually works. 
Like, and I believe it because this man is wearing boxers in his photo and his dick is sideways and like stretched over the side of his hip. Like, it is a bigger than a baby's leg. It is fucking retarded. No thanks. I'm swiping left. So, 30, not your average hobbit. Old Toby for days. He looks like a hobbit. Oh my god. And he's 5'2. I get it. Christy, 24. I bet I've fallen down more stairs than you. I'm not like, I don't know if that's an asset. Like, asset. Like, an employer would be like, what are some of your biggest assets? Christy, I bet I've fallen down more stairs than you. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not. <laughs> okay, you got my attention. Becky, 26. I'm going to call her the most valued player because her bio says, I'll pretend to like hiking for at least a month if you're cute. Cody, 32. None of this sound, none of this made sense. Is wrong with, oh, wanna F the girl love like a stranger sometimes? Oh, wait. What? What? I wonder, I, I couldn't even decipher it. Maybe he wants... To fuck a stranger? Emma, 24. How about you come over here and suck my little toes? Go on. <laughs> what? Now, uh, I don't know. Maybe she's got a foot fetish. Um, swiping left, Emma, but I hope you find who you're looking for. So, Heaney, in the mood for bacon. <laughs> I'm always in the mood for bacon, Zohini. This guy's got just a black, black fucking screen for his profile bio, and it just says, blind date anyone, name 18. I I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like if you're 18, that is still a really young age to be allowed on dating apps. Like, I don't know. It's a weird place for kids to meet, and, you know? I think so, anyway. I've came across obvious, like, 11-year-olds on this. And it's hilarious. Amber, 24, drinks, Netflix, threesome. How about just some fun friends who want to live their best lives? I'm going to give it to you, Amber. You sound like a really good saleswoman. I'm swiping right. You got my attention. Jana, 24. It's pronounced Jana, not Jana. Well, that narrows it down. Thanks, Jana. Hashtag fat girl. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's fucking something else. I started following... I'm so just, like, rambling off topic here. I started following this subreddit called Kids Are Stupid. And oh my god, some of these are unreal. Kids are stupid. This one's from Rotor Gaming. How? When I was little, I shit in the washing machine. How? And why? Like, I want to meet this fucking however old you were, this little version of you. 
and sit down with him and ask him, why the fuck did you shit in the washing machine? Did you think that it was like, there? it was just like packing something that you could wash it and it would come out clean? Like, because that would be why I would do it. Like, if I was brainless as a kid and I found a reason to shit in a washing machine, that would be the reason. That would definitely be the reason would be, I wonder if I could, like, clean it. And if I, like, clean it, will it... (laughs) Will it come out a different color? Like, just out of, like, straight curiosity. Hold on, I'm gonna open this subreddit. Because it is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Kids. Okay. Stealth Master. When I was seven years old, me and my family were driving to, I don't remember where, and there were six people in the car. You already know what's going to happen, right? We were passing by the police pit, and my dad asked me to bend down. So the police wouldn't see me, and I bent down. The officer came to expect suddenly as everyone everyone back there are using seatbelts, and as a stealth master that I were, I replied, obviously not. There are four people back here. There isn't enough belts. <laughs> uh, we were fined. I bet. I bet your dad wanted to kick your fucking ass after that. <laughs> Could you imagine having a snitch kid? Like, I would kick his fucking ass. Like, shut the fuck up back there. You're paying this fine. Let's say kids have a drinking problem. My son, who loves YouTube, seems to think that please subscribe to my channel is a parting phrase. So when he leaves kindergarten and his grandma and he says, please subscribe to my channel, which puts everyone off around. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, this little boy thought uh, acorn was a mini beehive filled with mini bees. <laughs> Eating pine needles to get sick. Turning tested. One of my cherished childhood memories is eating ungodly amounts of pine needles before gym class to make myself sick so I didn't have to participate. Like, it didn't even occur to me to just pretend to be sick. I just went, yes, eating pine needles is the only option. (coughs) (coughs) My second favorite thing about this is literally, like, no one stopped me. Everyone can see me picking out pine needles and eating them like delicate snacks. And then getting sick, but everyone was just like, all right, that's cool. (laughs) Oh, my God. It didn't even occur to me that this wasn't the only option. I was stupid. I have a memory from when I was probably about five years old from eating some type of candy, and I was playing with the plastic wrapper, thinking back when my father told me, don't swallow plastic, you'll choke and die. I thought to myself, What if I test it out to see if he's telling the truth? I decided against it, obviously, but the fact that I thought about even testing it concerns me. (laughs) 
Oh, kids are fucking stupid. They really are. Like, I can't. Do you ever want to like, just throat punch a kid? Like, God. Hold on. I'm going to drink a beer. Drink a beer. Oh, my goodness. I have Oh, my God. This kid posted something on Yahoo. Idiot from Facebomb. Yahoo answers. I found a 90s phone that was ha- with a hashtag button on it. I thought Twitter invented hashtags. My mom was going through a box of her old stuff, and she found one of those bulky phones that are from the 90s and has a hashtag button, like, for real, has hashtag on it. Like, Twitter wasn't even invented yet, so why did they need hashtag buttons? <laughs> How fucking stupid do you have to be to not know what a number sign is? Like, how fucking uneducated do you need to be? Like, our cell phones. Cell phones have, like, the keypad has number signs. Who lets you on the internet? Like, what? That's when you know you're a bad parent. Like, I'm sorry if your child thinks a number sign is a fucking hashtag. It only a hashtag. You are a bad parent. (laughs) Oh, my... Like, do you ever have conversations with people that are so stupid? It hurts. Like, it physically fucking hurts you to have conversations with them. I have people that I literally will not text because they cannot. Their grammar is fucking miserable. Absolutely miserable. Like, and not like almost like dyslexic miserable. Like, I can't even decipher what they try to say to me sometimes. And, yeah, hashtag throat punchy. It makes me feel throat punchy. Hashtag. That's a hashtag. (laughs) Um, I was a bit special as a kid. A couple of dumb things I did, even though I was relatively a smart child. Um, before I even start reading this story or before I know what goes on, I promise you are not relatively smart child if you are writing this story right now. When I was around nine, I watched Titanic with my mom and generally thought all the actors starring in the movie died when the ship went down. You can imagine my confusion when seeing Leonardo DiCaprio and Victor Garber and other films afterwards. I used to think you had to hold your breath going past cemeteries, otherwise you wouldn't. That was number two. But, I mean, I could see that being a confusion for some kids at first. I don't, I bet I was confused like that at some point. Maybe when I was like five, not nine. And number two, I used to think that you used to have to hold your breath going past cemeteries. Otherwise, you'd get possessed. Um, I can't, uh, arguably, I can't argue with this because me and my older sister, when we were kids, used to think you had to hold your breath on going across any bridge. If you didn't, you could get bad luck and, like, die. Like, I couldn't remember what the end game was or what the consequence was if you didn't hold your breath. But all I fucking knew is that we thought, like, you had to hold your breath. If you didn't hold your breath, like, something bad was going to happen. We didn't know. I don't remember what. But I remember being a fucking stupid kid and being like, yep, that's it. We got to hold our breath on bridges. And we did that till I was, like, 10 When I was younger, I played a lot of Pokemon games on my DS, and a lot of the games there will be a construction blocking off the area of the game until 
you reach that point. I used to wait and walk around for hours and go back to the people to see if the construction site was finished. Oh my god. Oh. That's not how the game works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> oh my. Mmm. Sorry, I took a bit of chocolate. Um, so, I don't know if anybody knows this, but, um, I'm based out of Ontario, and some of, I just moved from one city to another, um, the city I moved from was Kitchener, but I just had the funniest conversation with someone the other day that I totally forgot. I don't, I don't know if anybody else does this, by the way. It's totally, like, just a side side story here. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I, I have a ridiculous amount of notes in my cell phone. And it's all for oh, just random conversations I have with people, you know what I mean? Or random things that happen to me that I just, I want to take note of, and I don't, I've always done it. I've always done it. I don't know if anyone else does this. Let me know. Like, let me know if there is, because I'm really curious that. I've done that since I can remember. I just take note of everything. If there's a funny story, something funny that happened, or a funny conversation, I pick up my phone, and I go to my notes, and I write it down. I, uh, I've always done that, so I don't forget a lot of things. <laughs> so, like, if anything crazy happened, Like, just know that when I tell you the fucking story, it's to a T. Don't try to rewrite it, I promise. It's to a T, because I wrote it during the event. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I moved cities. I moved from Kitchener to Waterloo. It's all in the region of Waterloo, but they're different cities. Um, <laughs> my roommate called it Snitchener. Not Kitchener, Snitchener. And I thought it was the funniest uh, rephrasing of a word ever. Because there's lots of rats. Like, and that's what I, and that's what his point was. And I knew exactly what he meant as soon as he said it, snitching him. Because there is a lot of rats. But rats, it was so funny because he goes, rats don't even like rats. Like, which is totally true. But you can spot them out. Like, if you hear someone writing about something and get upset, the snitch is usually in response. Like, well, you got to see it from their point of view. Oh, so you're a snitch, too. Which is true. People do that. They're like, well, you got to hear their side of this story. Like, okay, well, don't snitch, too. Like, just keep yours. And I don't know. I started off in that big conversation. I put this on pause for a minute because that's what I had to go do. I had to important phone call that I had to put this on pause for a few minutes ago and do that and we ended up having this conversation and uh yeah I guess that's just I thought it was funny I thought it was a I like when people make up words because I'll forever use that now I'll forever call it kitchener snitchener I remember this one time, um, I can't remember who it was, but we were talking about, like, cutthroat kitchens. For those of you that don't know, I grew up working in kitchens most of my life. 
I just been um stopped working for a fine dining restaurant actually and I loved it. I do. I love working in the kitchen at fast pace, but like fine dining is very cutthroat. Like most kitchen work is, but like fine dining is like cut cutthroat, like Ramsey style cutthroat. Uh and the way it's nice though, because you could talk you could be fucking awful to each other, like, tell each other to go fuck yourselves, you're stupid, you're an idiot, and that's how it is, like, nobody in that kitchen, like, is calm during rush hours and stuff and times of service, and, like, every head chef in every fine dining restaurant, I promise you, is a fucking piece of shit, (laughs) is an absolute garbage human being, I promise you, every head chef is, they're good. Yeah. They will not talk to you with any ounce of respect ever. But, um, they are assholes. They're total fucking assholes. Like, if I ever got promoted to a head chef, I swear to God, it would just be like a uh, transformation. Like, level completed. Bitch mode achieved. I would go fucking off. You do not understand. <laughs> You do not understand. <laughs> I would. I would. I would. I would be a total bitch. Like, I'd be someone's worst nightmare. Like, we can go grab a beer afterwards, I hope. But, right at work? Mm-hmm. It's a whole different bulgin. <laughs> Anytime between that, I can make it weird. Mm. I also love hearing people when, hearing white people talk about native culture and made up urban legends. For those of you that don't know, I'm Aboriginal. Grew up on a reservation, all that. Yes, I'm really, really Aboriginal. I'm not one of those people that just like want to feel included and they're like, yeah, well, my great great grandmother's cousin's pet aunt's goldfish. Yeah, he was native. So, yeah, like I'm totally native. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, I also love hearing white people talk about native culture and made up urban legends. That's what I was saying. So let me tell you. This is how you know white people have made some shit up, okay? You listen? And they were calling this man in this story. Like, uh, some guy was telling a story. I couldn't remember what the plot of the story was, what the start of it was. It was just this plot. They were calling this man Chief Dragon Canoe. I have never in my entire being met any chief or council member, community member ever in my life with the name Dragon Canoe. Think about what you're saying. Dragons? Dragons is medieval. It's not. It's not history. That's medieval. Like, are you fucking serious? No, we didn't believe in dragons, you fucking retard. Oh, my God. But, like, here I am. I can't talk a lot of shit. I can't. I can't. I know that that story was a fucking bullshit because there's no dragons in the Mi'kmaq belief or the native belief system. But uh, there are spirit names. A man happens to be Nukwegipmikchjb, which means young fucking turtle woman. Young turtle woman. Are you fucking serious? Like, that's my spirit. That's my name. That's it. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, 
Oh, fuck. I had this conversation with one of my coworkers, but this motel I was staying in in Kitchener one time. We were talking about all the homeless are like seagulls in this area, like shit hogs, pure seagulls. Man, they were, they will like knock on your door and ask for like money, smoke, sexual favors. Like, it's fucking insane. The cities are weird places. But I couldn't leave my fucking room to go anywhere without them acting like a lost dog you just pet, you know? You know, when you pet, like, a lost animal and then it just follows you around for the rest of the day. You're leaving stores and it's not far. And it's shit, yeah. It's around every corner. But see how you get rid of these guys? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. This is this is the joke that I made. How I get rid of these guys. Give them change, right? And they'll go away. That's how. That's how you do it, right? So... I started asking places instead of loonies and toonies to just give me quarters. So every time I'm stuck in a flock of them, the seagull homeless, I throw, I just throw the quarters like bird feed and make a run for it where they all scatter the ground. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do. Oh my God. That's a bad joke. That was, but it was funny. So worth telling. So, um, yeah. <sighs> I hate when I try to tell a fat joke or something. And you see everyone immediately, like, everyone's at, everyone in the room's asshole titans the second that they know you're going to tell a fat joke. <laughs> you can hear the... <laughs> I'm not fat shaming because some of you are fat. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm not fat shaming. Some of you are fat. I mean, does the joke apply to you? Maybe. It depends on the plot of the joke. But it's not because you're... Yeah. Can't be fat shaming when some of you are fat. <laughs> That's my opinion. I'm also a bitch. Oh my god, I remember, I got a story for you. I remember when I, um, I was watching my roommate's nieces and nephew. <sighs> and, uh, fucking, this, the younger boy, he was about two. He kept going over and stealing on the baby's bottle. Like, I had their daughter, too. Like, not just their niece and nephew, the baby, and she's only about a month old. At the time, she was only about a month old. And this kid kept going up and just taking her bottle and drinking it. So I'm laughing at him because my friend Thomas keeps getting mad at him. He's like, um, stop drinking the fucking milk and la da da. So I started calling it nostalgia milk because that's what he wanted. He just, he's just jumping in a time machine. He's like, I'm the fucking baby. I loves the milk, loves it. Put their pieces of shit jerks, these kids. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> these kids were so mean and mean to everything they were funny and they didn't listen whatsoever they were just one of those like really you know those like neglected children <laughs> you know their parents neglect them because they're just genuinely bad fucking kids um yeah these were these kids so i'm arguing back and forth with these kids and why because am i 20 why because i'm 25 do i have to be the bigger person like, well, fuck you. Stop telling that dickhead to 
stop calling, telling me I smell like farts. He said a mean thing first. <laughs> oh, man. I teach him a thing where he wouldn't get until he's... Uh, where was my fucking train of thought, though? Where was my train of thought going there? Yeah, but then, what I was saying was he was just a dick kid. It was fucking hilarious. Why am I 25? Like, do I have to be the bigger person? Fuck that kid. <laughs> Fuck that baby. <laughs> Fuck that baby. Oh, kick that baby. No, not literally. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I'm gonna pack a bowl here in a second. Huh. Gonna pack a bowl here in a second. Crack another beer. Oh. I drink and smoke a lot of weed. I'm just one of those people, I guess. I don't know. It makes me feel grown up, if that makes any fucking sense. I don't know why either. I don't know why it makes me feel grown up, but it just does. I mean, I don't know, if you're an adult and you don't use substance, you're fucking low-key a sociopath. I don't give a flying fuck. When I meet an adult, another adult, and they start telling me how they don't drink, they don't do drugs, all this stuff, or they say that they've never done it, I'm like, really? Like, never? Like, I gotta ask a couple times just to be sure. But I do not trust an adult in this day and age with all the pain. Like, we're in the middle of a fucking apocalypse, basically. And, like, you're not trying to drink yourself numb. Like, what? Who in the right fucking mind? Who in the right fuck? I don't know. I think they're sociopaths. That's that's my take on it. I think they'd, they're all fucking should be diagnosed sociopaths. Like, if you don't need substance to, I don't know, like, even just, like, a puff, like, or a cigarette, or, like, drink a glass of wine at dinner. Do something, you fucking crazy bitch. Like, <laughs> but I feel like my 20s have been both, like, fun and wildly disappointing, if that makes any sense. Like, every time my friends hit me up, with like, hey, do you want to go out? My immediate thought goes to, should I attend a meeting? Or should I go out? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like, you're your 20s. You're supposed to be a fucking mess. Like, honest to God. That's why nobody expects anything from you. Because you're, you're a piece of shit. You're garbage when you're fucking 20. You don't got anything figured out yet. I don't know. I love, I love my 20s. I could accomplish what I thought I would when I was younger in my teens. Like, yeah, well, I'm fucking 25. I'm going to be... Yeah, no. That's not how this works. <laughs> so, I got real envious of people that got their fucking shit figured out by, like, 22. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm looking at some people's lives, like, 30-year-olds with, like, Teslas and shit. And I'm like, where the fuck is my life going? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Like, I got to ask myself that a couple times. But... I don't know. With dating and things and making friends, I like, the internet is a weird and flux place to meet people, you know what I mean? Like, you automatically think someone's a weirdo if they just message you at random. Like, hey. Like, who the fuck are you? 
what in the one mutual friend do you want? <laughs> like, see, I'm an uncomfortable dater. I'm a very uncomfortable dater. Like, I know how to be a good wife, but I'm better at being one of your boys with Cheeto dust on my shirt playing Call of Duty, telling you to suck my imaginary cock and ask you for a hit while I try to up my kill-death ratio. Like, I can't. There's no in-between for me. Like, I'm either your bro or you're fucking me. Like, I don't I'm either your bro or I'm making you dinner. Like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like God fucked up with the assembly meat of creating me. Like, he meant to stick balls on me and accidentally slapped ovaries on there. And I was like, oh, well, that's who she is now. That's who he is now. I don't know how I didn't end up. I don't know. But socializing sucks for me in general is what I'm saying. Like, I'm really obnoxious sometimes. But when I'm anxious and I'm not in that mood, I hate it. Like, when I know I have to go meet new people at a party or family dinner, like, gross. Is there a second option? Like, can I tip a stroller, maybe kill a dolphin? Like, the limit does not exist. Or, like, collective group chanting, team spirit, whatever. I will not yell anything in front of anyone at any decibel. So, yeah, like I said, socializing just sucks. Now, with the social distancing is a thing, now I have to loudly tell people from six feet anything, including, like, fuck off. So, it makes socializing for me agonizing. Like, like sometimes I like to, like, leave my house and run errands without panties on. <laughs> Just to make the social aspect a bit more bearable. And believe it or not, it makes me more social. Yeah, it does. It does. Because, like, I have that, like, dirty secret only that I know I'm carrying. Like, if it was, like, a clock in my belt. You know, a dick. <laughs> but, no, I'm just not wearing panties. And nobody knows. It makes me feel naughty and dangerous. So, my confidence goes through the fucking roof. Like, I dead ass try it. Try it and tell me you don't feel sneaky like you know you're doing like you're doing something you shouldn't yeah i don't know it makes me feel rebellious i guess that's where the name rebel comes in no i'm a piece of shit that's where the name rebel comes in <sighs> anyway i think that'll be all for today um so come back for Another one, I'm going to try to get my friend over to, I've been trying to get a couple people over for interviews, I already had a couple, but none that seemed too intriguing, so tune in next week for another episode of True Story Bro, brought to you by yours truly, Rebel. Subscribe to my shit, man. You can tune into my podcast anywhere from, oh uh, yeah, Anchor here. So that's it this week for me. Tune in next week for another episode of True Story Bro brought to you by Rebel on Rebel Podcast. Thank you. Uh, see y'all next week. Bye.